It's time for the Auntie Bronwyn Show! Auntie Bronwyn, Auntie Bronwyn, she knows all the answers. Hello everyone, and welcome to another chat with the world's favourite auntie, Auntie Bronwyn. How are you, Auntie Bronwyn? Oh, I'm fine, thank you, James, dear. How are you? Oh, I'm better than ever. Lovely. You enjoying the nice weather? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not as nice as it was. How's it where you are? Oh, it's very hot. Is it? Is it too hot? Oh, it's hot and humid. A little bit too hot for me. But, hey, we can't complain. I thought, I thought you liked it hot. Oh, I do like it hot, but the weather's a bit hot for me. Oh, sorry, we're talking about the weather. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to... I don't want to send you up the wrong tree there. So anyway, Auntie Bronwyn, i got to say, um, we've had a lot of letters and emails asking about you and your family and some of the things you've gotten up to or experienced in your life. And I think today would be a good time to actually just, you know, concentrate on you. You know, the listeners, you've helped them. Let's hear about Auntie Bronwyn. So I just want to ask you quickly, why don't you enlighten us a couple of the, uh, in the pointers of Auntie Bronwyn and her background and her family and things like that? Okay, James. Well, you know, I come from a, a large family, eight of us, you know, in Wales. And um, I'm my eldest sister, Gwyneth. She's single. And it all goes down to my youngest brother, Hewell, who's also single, but he bats for the different side. He's, you know, right. he's, a, he's not married and anything like that, but we get on well. We've always gotten on well. Right. Okay. So... You've got um, a, an old sister, an older sister, and a younger brother, and they're both pointing in the same direction. Is that what you're saying? Oh yes, they're fighting for the same audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. So That's um, I am myself. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so you're all fighting. Uh, you're all trying to get sa- through that same one door, then. Um, you could say that. <laughs> so when was the last time you saw them? Oh, I, I saw Gwyneth a little while ago. I'd just come back from New York and I thought, oh, I need a rest. So I went to see Gwyneth and it was a lovely time. You know, she's she's very much on her own in Wales, in a little house all on her own. And I thought, oh, what shall we do? So I, I went to see her and we decided we'd go to the cinema. And I thought, this is a nice time just to take her out, just to get out and about a little bit, because she doesn't go and she won't go on her own. She's very set in her ways. Mm -hmm. So we went and we saw the latest James Bond film. Ten minutes in, dear. And she was like rigor mortis. She couldn't get her eyes off him. (laughs) I thought something had happened. (laughs) But anyway, she was all right after a while. I got her to start chewing on the popcorn and the coca-cola and she was she was back to normal she'll never be back to normal really but she'll always be a, a bit more herself put it that way <laughs> oh it's brilliant and that's a very nice thing to do so um gwyneth is, is the oldest do you get on well with her oh yes we, we get on well i mean we're not we're not as close as i am with huel but she she likes the company and she likes to listen to all the stories I've been to all around the world. In fact, we had a little story, a little incident, you know, because we were just coming out to the cinema and we thought, oh, it's a lovely evening. We'll take a shortcut. And you know what? We took a shortcut and we heard this rustling noise. So we slowed down and all of a sudden out of the bushes came this flasher. Well, we stopped in our tracks and we just looked 
and we looked at each other, and I could see with the flushes look in his eyes when he looked at our eyes, because we both thought, what a disappointment! Getting <laughs> all excited, and then, oh, is that all it is? So we, we could see in his face, it suddenly went ashen. And I think I've never seen somebody so despondent in all my life. And then the worst thing ever happened. My sister Gwyneth smiled at him. Oh, no. Oh, it was a, such a shock to his system. The chap turned round and ran to the police station, gave himself up. It was such a shock. Eventually we went to the police station and I opened the door for Gwyneth to get up the stairs. And the moment we got into the police station, the constable pulled the security chain right down in front of the desk. He said, what have you two ladies done to this gentleman? He's in the cell babbling on to himself. I said, we've done nothing. And then, lo and behold, what happened again? Gwyneth started smiling at the constable. I've never seen such a sight. His face started to contort and he lost his ability. He had to hold on. And I said, Gwyneth, quick, out of here, dear, before something happens. Let's run now before we've got the got, got the chance. So we did. Oh, it's always an experience with Gwyneth and men. Oh, always. Wow. What a character. So, um... She's your older sister, and you've mentioned about sibling rivalry and, and 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 role models in the family. I don't suppose in this case you look up to her in any way at all, do you? Oh, not at all. I don't think anybody looks up to Gwyneth, but <laughs> she looks up to everybody else. She thinks everybody's having a right old time. Mind you, compared to her, they are. Even the cat's having a right old time. <laughs> if you don't mind me saying, Auntie Bronwyn, that story you just told me, that definitely guarantees me she's related to you, though, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, I'm not sure what you mean. I'll tell you one thing, though, James. I was talking to Mrs. Jones at the at the butcher shop the other week, and she said, have you heard the news about the local police station? I said, no. She said, two people actually went in and started talking to the constable behind the counter. And, you know, she said, he's put in for early retirement. So I said, what do you mean, dear? He's only 26. She said he had such a horrible experience one night with two ladies. Oh, I said, I never heard anything about that. I shall have to warn Gwyneth in future, stop smiling at all the men. (laughs) Wow, the effect she has on society. Oh, you haven't seen Gwyneth? (laughs) I, I kind of want to. But uh, let's turn things around on the other side and let's talk about Hewell, your youngest brother. Is that correct? Oh, that's right, dear. Yes, Hewell. Oh, he's a dear, sweet boy. Lovely, lovely boy. He bats with the same side, but that's all right. All the girls like him as well, you know, but to keep the distance. They know they're, they know what side they're bread spotted on. Right. Okay. <laughs> so have you got any stories about him? Anything anything riveting, as, as riveting as Gwyneth? One of many tales there at all? Oh, well, Hugh and I are, are very close, very close. Yeah. We, we talk about a lot of things and over a coffee, which can just go, time just flies by. You know how it is when you get excited and interested. But we are having a little chat sometime and he's grown this sort of designer beard and designer stubble. And he said, Gronwyn, what do you think of this? And he said, oh, I said, I think it's very nice. You all, it suits you, dear. It's very nice. I'm sure you're very popular. And he said, do you like beards? And I said, well, 
I, I had an, a little incident with a chap with a beard some time ago. And he said, oh, Bronwyn, what, what is all this about? And I said, well, you know, I was dating this chap with a beard, very, very attractive, just like you, Huel, very, very nice. So all the girls are drooling over him. And then I had a letter from the doctor saying, dear Miss Evans, would you come for a check to the surgery because you travel a lot and we think you need to have your annual checkup? So we went and we got to the surgery and I was having my checkup and everything was seemed to be all right. And suddenly the doctor said to me, Bronwyn, you know, I can talk to you like this because I'm your doctor. I can I can be very, very forward and frank with you. And I thought, oh, for goodness sake, I hope it's not going to propose or proposition me. Anyway, he said, Bronwyn, you know, I've just been examining, examining you and there was something which crossed my mind. He said, you know, in your sort of sensitive areas, there was a rash or a rash like I'd never seen before. Ooh. It's either that or you've been washing yourself with a, a Brillo pad. <laughs> and I said, oh, I've never been washing, washing myself with a Brillo pad. He said, well, I know you haven't, dear, but I want to be quite sort of subtle about all this. And I said, oh, I know what you mean, doctor. And you know what it was? And I said to Hugh, it was the chap with the beard. <laughs> so that relationship came to a full stop very quickly, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was awkward explaining that to him, breaking, <laughs> breaking it to him that way. What did you oh, say? I thought it was quite funny, actually. <laughs> he said, thought it was funny. Oh, he was laughing all the time. I said it wasn't. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> wow, that's, that is unique, to say the least. <laughs> it was in my case. I'll tell you, it's never happened again. <laughs> oh, that wasn't. Oh God, that wasn't Huel's beard, was it? Oh, don't, don't, don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't go across that oh, bridge no, now. Oh, we've gone. I think we've gone through en across enough bridges. That was oh, definitely we've not worth. Lost a lot more bridges with that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what an interesting family you definitely have there. <laughs> well, my, my middle sisters and brothers are quite boring. They're just normal married people with 2.3 children. And we get on all right, but it's better from a distance. Of course, just once at Christmas, you know. Of course. Although my my little cousins like to come round because they say, Auntie Bronwyn, oh, we can do lots of things at your house, which we can't do at mine. So I thought, oh, well, that's all right then. Well, what an honour to be actually in the position to officially call you a genuine auntie. <laughs> oh, it's nice. That is good, isn't it? And to be honest, I think there's enough in interesting uh, footage between you, your, your oldest sister and your youngest brother to um, cover that ground for now. But uh, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll close it for now and everyone can really kind of digest the fantastic adventures you've already given us. And we'll come back next time and talk a little bit more about your family. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds lovely, dear. That's Br really good. Brilliant. All right. Well, I'll see you next time, Auntie Bronwyn. Take care. Okay, James. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Auntie Bronwyn. Auntie Bronwyn. She knows all the answers. Doctor, I've come over all peculiar.